I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the Centralia, Pennsylvania mine fire. So grab your coal mine. And let's get civical. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And we're in the middle of a snowstorm. I am Did so, you know? I am so excited. <laughs> I am too. I, I feel as though yesterday afternoon at like 4 p.m., I got a text from Con Ed 
saying, hey, there's a storm coming your way. Sure. We may be out of service. And I was like, what are you talking talking about? about? This came out of nowhere. Uh -uh. And suddenly everybody's like, oh, oh, there's a storm. Uh It's going to hit you hard. Uh Yeah, normally we get a week or a couple days. And this has just been like out of nowhere. This came, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. the I, the New York Times alert was like, yes, the snow is coming. Schools will go remote on Tuesday. Sure. And I was like, oh, then that's real. Yeah. It means that the yeah. tiny elephant who lives above me has been home all day. Home all day. So if you hear stomping on this I, episode, she's it's been stomping and she's home. Mm. She's home but and heavy footed. She's home and heavy footed. And the funny thing about you know. I guess it was true of snow days. The sad thing about the remote, I was thinking about it this morning because the New York Times alert, now their kids are doing remote school because of yeah. New York City schools, they're doing remote school. But that's the good thing, I guess, about pandemic is that now we have remote school. Like there's no snow days. But the bad thing for the kids is now they don't have snow days. They don't have snow, snow yeah, days. Yeah, I'm so sort good. of like, I'm sort of like, give the kids a freaking the- snow day. Right. For God's sakes. Come on. These kids don't stand a chance. They have in no joys. General. Let them go outside. Yes. Let them sled up and down yes. roads in the muck and uh-huh. the goop. Uh-huh. Like, let them live. Mm-hmm. Not, because it's just, what quality of education are they actually getting Seriously. on this remote day? Uh-huh. Let them go outside, them go outside. for God's sakes. Right. Because it like, wasn't it was several days in a row, I would be like, all right, eventually, you know. Sure. I get it. Kids sure. can't miss that much school sure. or truly we will be out of days. Right. We haven't had snow in like two years, two years like this. Exactly. And they built Give the, them a snow day. They used to build them into this schedule anyway. Like, yeah. Or you just, it was just understood that you got a certain allotment. Like, we used to get five a year. And if you didn't yeah. use them, guess what? You just learned more during learned the more year. And it was all you were just a good. little bit smarter. Like, give yeah. the kids a snow day. Yeah. Bring back all snow I have days. I'll say give the kids a snow days. It's a snow day here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are recording uh, regardless, and it's one of those special episodes where I'm actually sitting here mm-hmm. having no idea what we're going to talk about. No. Arden has kept it from me mm-hmm. once again. It is a special surprise for me. Uh-huh. I'm trying to. Can I have a hint? Or am uh, I? Is there's no there? This isn't anything we've ever talked about. Oh, um, I don't even oh, know if you tag. know about it. Oh, I don't I think mean. <laughs> I don't think like we've never talked about it on the show. I no. don't think you and I But it's something I would be fr- excited about. Oh, yes. It's oh you're going to be excited about it. I don't think you and I have ever like as friends talked about it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Caroline and I were talking about it the other day. And I don't and think you were she like I got to keep it. that. Wow. And I was like, "Okay. Okay. This cements." Okay. It's one of those things that you're going to go like, all right, it's a stretch civics wise, but it's fun. I love it. It's I fun. love when we stretch the envelope on what civics means <laughs> simply to do an episode on a topic we're super interested about. And yes. that's what being the host and producers really gets you. That's you what get it to gets decide. you. That's what it gets you. Yeah. This is our show. That's what it is. And if you're like, hey, this doesn't feel like civics, you know what? Mm-hmm. Watch us go not from A to B, but A to F right now. A to S in this show. Because you know what civics also is? People. 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 
Civics is Civics is history. We have to understand our history both Mm -hmm. here and globally to understand civics. There you go. There you go. Okay. And it does, this does have to do with government in in some ways, et cetera, et cetera. So without further ado, I'm going to send Lizzie the... The file, the Google Doc. Thank you. My brain went dead. Oh, my God. Um, And I don't even know that you're going to get it from the title of the episode. Arden, you're really I, just. I know. We'll see. We'll see. You might. I might have I to don't know. explain. You can explain it if I don't get it. That's simply your job. <laughs> okay. I you... have never heard of this. Okay, you don't know about this? I don't. I do not know about this. Okay. So tell the listeners what we're doing this episode on. Okay. I So... I will say I did not know the name of the city. I just knew that in Pennsylvania there is a town that is a ghost town and is an abandoned is an, I an abandoned do town. I know about this because there is a fire, a fucking fire that burns underneath this town. It's perpetually, it's perpetually on, fire. on fire. I do know about this yes. because me and my uh, husband Kyle, who I love very, very much. We have a hard time, I say we, I have a hard time deciding what to watch at night when we're trying to go to sleep. So one of the rotating themes that we'll, I'll, I'll hit on is like abandoned towns mm. or like ghost towns. Something about that is very soothing to me sure. and we'll look up videos on YouTube. You have a problem. So yes. this has come up more than once. Sure. This on fire town. I was going to be very ghost surprised town. if you had not heard of this. Yes. No, I didn't know the name. Yeah. But you no. are spot on. God uh-huh. dog it. This totally is civics, by the by. Right? This is infrastructure yes. failing. Yes. This is government response failing yes. its citizens. Yes. That we're all up in this, girl. Yes. This is environmental policy. Yes. Environmental this policy. Is so much. We love fires this is, on this show. This Not is like a, really, but you know. This is again a trash fire. Trash fire. This is again God. a trash fire. Okay. You know how at the beginning of last year, it became really clear that we were in our um, shipwreck era? This is our fire era. (laughs) We're in our fire era. Burn it. This is now (laughs) our fourth or fifth episode on a fire, all of which are great. And I love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Great. Great choice. Great choice. This is a crazy thing. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's jump in to the, how do you say it? Centralia? I, Centralia? In my brain, when I read it, I it was Centralia, but you know Centralia. me. Should we look up how to pronounce it so we're sure. not at Mount Rainier? <laughs> Centralia. I, there's no excuse. There's. It's not there's Grace no Kelly's excuse. cousin. Also, it's so close to where we are. It is. Centralia. Oh, and you Centralia. are right. Okay. Centralia. Great. It's phonetic. Centralia. Centralia. So the Centralia, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. mine fire. That's what today's episode is about. And you guys, if you haven't heard of this or you haven't watched YouTube videos um, at, at night when you're trying to fall asleep mm-hmm. on it, you're about you're to be really mm-hmm. interested in it. Yep. So first of all, talk about the sources. Okay. So here are the sources. We have, there's an article from How Stuff Works by Mark Mancini. Love. Some info from Britannica. Love. And then an article, and I've never, usually they're not, there's no like names attached to the history.com mm. articles, or maybe 
I just don't scroll down far enough for I, I, this one had a name attached to it by Aaron sure. Blackmore. Hell yeah. Um, Shout yeah. out. So these three, these three sources had some great info. So let's start off with a what it is. What is the Centralia, Pennsylvania mine fire? I'm about to tell you. So the smallest municipality in the Keystone State, Centralia, Pennsylvania, is a former mining community located about two hours northwest of Philadelphia in Columbia County. Records tell us it had 1,435 residents in the year 1960. Today, there are fewer than 10 remaining residents. So there's between one and nine people living in Centralia, Pennsylvania, and we're going to tell you why. Yeah. Although the town's population peaked in 1890, the usual socioeconomic suspects aren't entirely to blame for Centralia's decline. Its problem runs deeper. Literally. Literally. Into the ground. Mm-hmm. Since at least 1962, an underground coal fire has been smoldering right below the town. No one knows exactly how it got started, but whatever set the thing off, this long-lived blaze isn't some kind of fluke. Yes. So there is literally. It is a literal. Do you remember how there was fire on water? Fire. Yes, I do. Now there's fire under mm-hmm. the earth. Yes. There's fire under the earth. Mm-hmm. Coal is burning, burning, burning. Burning. All these streets mm-hmm. are turning. Yep. Keep them bodies moving raw hide. Raw under hide. The ground. I think what we've learned from this, well, well we're going to talk about it later. They think one of the major theories is that it started with trash. Of course it started. Of course it started with trash. Cuyahoga River, River also started with trash. I think what we've learned is that you don't set trash on fire and leave it. Well, especially not around flammables, flammables. like coal mm-hmm. in a mine Bad news. or near oil, mm-hmm. like the last episode we did on fires. Mm-hmm. Like We know at this point in 1962 uh-huh. that... Coal reacts to fire. Sure. We know that as a society. Mm-hmm. It is knowledge we have It is have not acquired. a lack yes. of like, right. It is not a lack of education. No, no. It's not a lack of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. the science hadn't developed yet to tell no. us these things. Mm-hmm. We, we've been doing the whole coal on fire right. song and dance for like 50, 60 right. years, give or take. Part Plus, of the reason we want more. the coal is to is to burn it, to get the energy. Totally. To, it's to literally set it on to fire. To set it safely, on fire to get the heat. Yeah. Because it is, let's say it together, highly flammable. It roasts, it roasts. So the idea that there is any amount of um, laissez-faire attitudes around fire safety and the coal is inexcusable, in my opinion. Yes. A second. Yes. Well, tell us how it started. So let's, let's talk about it. Central Pennsylvania sits atop some of the largest coal deposits in the world, formed by millions of years of geological pressure. 
In the 1800s, miners began tunneling beneath the ground, under the Pennsylvania ground, to harvest it. Centralia, Pennsylvania was a busy small town filled with shops, residents, and a brisk mining business. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Coal from local mines fueled its homes and economy, and its 1,200 residents worked, played, and lived as tight-knit neighbors. So it got, Centralia became this, like, great little bustling town built it's on the coal mine. bustling, booming town. Yeah. That has, its whole economy is centered around mines. Yeah. Which is very common. Very common of and the And it's time. also very common for these towns yeah. to become ghost towns. Yes. Mining ghost towns are common. Yeah. But not because of, of this. Fire. Not because of the fire. No. No. By 1890, Centralia was home to over 2,700 people, most of them miners or their family members. And even though the stock market crashed and the Great Depression struck a strong blow to the coal industry in Centralia, it didn't kill the town. It took a tragedy to do that, but it's not entirely clear how the tragedy began. I smell an investigation. Mm -hmm. Something is Mm -hmm. afoot. In the town of Centralia, Pennsylvania? Yes. It seems, this is the major theory, it seems to have started with the Centralia landfill, Mm. uh an abandoned mine pit that had been converted into a garbage dump in 1962. Big problem. An abandoned mine pit. Yeah. Let's make... Let's stuff it with trash. Let's stuff it with trash. So let's add kindling. Yes. To a mine pit. To a mine pit. To a mine pit. Let's add kindling in Mm -hmm. abundance. In abundance. To a thing that is a a mine pit where they're trying to dig out the coal. But just because Mm -hmm. you stop digging for the coal doesn't mean that there's like no more coal there. It just means that. That I mean, it could mean that, but it also could just mean that it's not worth it to continue to spend the money to get the coal that is there. Sure. Right. Like sure. Well, it also I mean analysis. It could be if we keep digging, then this will collapse. Right, like exactly. there's so many, there's so many factors at play. Right, right. But I would say the essence of coal exists in the mine pit. Yes, yes. And then they put a an abundance of kindling on top of it. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So we've got a trash pit on top of a mine pit, and trash was a thorny issue in Centralia, which was full of unregulated dumps. And the city council wanted to solve the problem of the unwanted dumps, with which also came with unwanted odors, smells, and rats, of course. Totally. So the city council doesn't like this. They're like, this is unseemly for our town. It smells. It smells and the rats are everywhere. The rats are everywhere and it smells. It's We've got to clean this up, Don't you like guys. It. So in May of 1962, the city council proposed cleaning up the local landfill in time for Centralia's Memorial Day festivities. A man named David DeCoke wrote a book called Fire Underground about the whole Centralia fire mine situation. And in the book, he says, quote, this might seem like irrelevant small town history, except for one thing. Centralia's council method for cleaning up a dump was to set it on fire. Close quote. Absolutely. I mean, it's just brilliant. No, absolutely. It's no, absolutely. Just genius. No. I wouldn't even, I can't even think of a better way to deal with this Mm -hmm. in a coal mine, except to put a match on fire and and light it up, 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 light it up, 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 I'm on fire. Mm -hmm. Oh, 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 Mm -hmm. this is 
the fact that they're this is great the fact that they're like nobody knows how this started right <laughs> nobody knows how this we have perpetual no idea. underground fire started just... <laughs> literally we have a whole city council being like do you see this mound of garbage we're keeping inside a gold mine we're gonna light that on fire just to deal with the smell and the ooze and the goo uh-huh. and that'll be fine and that'll be fine oh do we have a second great do we have a third Motion passes. Let's go do it. The fire setting it. is set for May 1st, 1962. Let's all go over. Complete. We have no idea how the fire started. No I can't idea. even imagine why this is still going why on. Why is this still no, happening? Of course it has no relation to Whoa, us setting this fire over here. It just because just because this fire is also in the mine shaft doesn't mean it has anything to do with the 100 tons of garbage that we set on fire over there. Completely There's different no fire. Relation. Completely different fire. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit, they say. <laughs> they say. <laughs> uh, to... To phrase this fire as a great mystery is hysterical. It is. If ever there was a way to just like shove off responsibility, it is yeah. this. We have no idea. We have we no, no idea. idea. I oh don't my know. God, maybe a lightning bolt struck underground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's cigarette over the train tracks. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. That's well, how I hear fires start on water. Totally. We will be taking this into evidence mm-hmm. and reviewing it. Yeah. Uh, but no arrests will be made. Yeah. Great. So, just to kind of give us a little science here. Cuz we've been talking about coal being highly flammable. So, so here's 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 why it's bad to set trash near coal on fire. Here's why it's bad to set trash near coal on fire. But again, we're not saying that that is what caused this fire. No, That's just a fire. We so don't here's know just, for sure. Here's unrelated information. So coal burns when carbon inside it combines with oxygen. The tunnels provided oxygen from the surface and as more coal burned the flames ate deeper and deeper into the surrounding train unlike wood in a forest fire coal burns slowly and steadily so the fires didn't burn themselves out quickly so this this fire She's a girl after my own heart. I know. She's like... She's playing a long game. Settle in right here. This mm. is where the term slow burn comes from. Yes. We're going to be taking this nice and steady. Mm-hmm. We're, this is mm-hmm. a... If, if, if fires had genders, this is a woman. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who mm-hmm. knows herself. Mm-hmm. She's going to set up shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll stay here a while. Grab me a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Depending on the conditions, this is why coal mine fires might burn for centuries. Centuries, they say. Mm -hmm. Coal naturally contains its own fuel and oxygen and burns very slowly. Once started, the coals can burn until the carbon source is exhausted. So all this to say... 
regardless of how it started, which of course was by lighting garbage on fire in a coal mine. Lizzie, you don't know that. You're right. I don't know that. Of course not. Um, She's not ending anytime soon. Because she has, this is a big, big coal deposit mine. We got a lot of fuel. We got a lot of fuel to burn. Because the fires were limited to the tunnels at first, the 1,000 or so residents found the situation amusing. LOL, it's burning underground. (laughs) Ever seen anything so crazy in your life? Just note for everybody, if um, a fire starts underground, get out. Get out. Get out. Be gone. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. You don't have to tell me twice. Mm-mm. I'll I'll BRB never. But other dangerous symptoms of the fire soon appeared. Sulfurous fumes and carbon monoxide began seeping out of the ground nearly suffocating some of the residents in their homes. Bad, 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 bad. Bad, bad. Ooh, you don't want to go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not funny anymore. It's not, I'm not, nobody's laughing because literally we can't breathe. Literally you can't Uh-oh. breathe. You can't laugh if you can't breathe. Ooh. That's called joking. You don't want, yeah, you don't want sulfur. You don't want no. sulfur or carbon monoxide, much less both in your house. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. No. Even more scary than the sort of sulfur and carbon monoxide inside their literal homes, the fire weakened the ground and left it prone to sinkholes. Yeah, we're not LOLing anymore. No, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't want to fall into a fiery pit. I do not either. Bye-bye. No, thank you. I'll be leaving Let let me say something. Mm -hmm. If the ground goes, I go. Away. 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 Out of this city. There has to be something that triggers a response in all of us. For me, it's if the foundation of the earth Mm -hmm. crumbles, I'll be going elsewhere. Bye. That's my signal to myself to say, hey, girl, let's pack up and go somewhere else. (laughs) Because you know what? This bitch underground, she here for a while. And she I'm here for a while. I, we Mm-mm. we can buy a new house. Mm-hmm. I don't need this one that's full of a monoxide no. and sulfur. Mm-mm. 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 So we have the sulfurous fumes. We have carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. We have the sinkholes. In eighteen no, in nineteen eighty one. That's so long. That's, that's almost twenty years. Twenty years later. Twenty years. Twenty we're, years. We're twenty years in. Mm-hmm. Still residents. Since the city council set a set a fire. This is also why it's physics. The city council, a government entity, yes, set the trash on fire. Set the trash on fire. So in 1981, a 12 year old was crossing a neighbor's yard when an 880 foot sinkhole nearly swallowed him. He thankfully was pulled out to safety by one of his cousins. I mean, what? I mean, first absolutely of all, absolutely not. Absolutely not. First of all, this boy grew up on a mine fire because he is twelve on a mine fire, and this fire started yeah. before he was born. Yeah, and then to add insult to injury, 
12 years of this. Right. Then then you got a sinkhole trying to gobble you up. Right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And not even just like a sinkhole. Like no. a sinkhole already, just like a regular sinkhole is already such cause for concern. Right. This is an 80-foot mm-hmm. sinkhole. Right. This is, that's so big. It's so big. And it's not just like an abyss. There is raging fire under this Inferno. sinkhole. Inferno. This is, this is like a Samuel Jackson movie type sure. of situation. Yeah. Like, I can't. This, this is boy. Dante's Inferno. This is Dante's Inferno. This is this is Dante's peak. Like I can't even. Yeah. 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 Officials have attempted to put out the fire a few times over the years. Well, I think let's give it a Love them whirl. for trying. Give Bless their hearts. Whirl. You try. One attempt involved dumping wet sand in the holes drilled down from the surface to choke off the air supply. And they also tried a pumping air supply into the tunnels, which sounds like two conflicting. I don't understand methods. the air supply. I understand the sand. That I understand ma- trying to cut off the air supply, but ma- maybe it's trying to over oxygenate it. Here's where I didn't do well, and that's in physics. I'm not about to tell you what we need to do chemically because sure. I don't understand it. No, I don't understand it. No. But I think that the least they could do is give it a shot of stopping the fire. Oh, so, yes. And and they did try and they, it sounds like they did try and stop it. I just, you would literally have to like, uh, I mean, it's like whack-a-mole because it just, because even if you got, I, I, I also think I watched, I probably watched the same documentary that you did at some point about this. Mm-hmm. Even if you were to put out the literal raging fire, mm-hmm. the embers are still going. Yeah. And so and the, it's still it, it's letting still off. will let off heat and yes. and eventually reignite. And so even if that's the problem, it still could potentially reignite and then get a fire back. And then we're back where we started. We're back where yeah. we started. I mean, yikes, yikes, yikes. This is this is very much not nearly on like the level of intensity, but it's 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 a Chernobyl esque type of event. This is it's bad. where something happens, and you're like, oh, for the rest of time, mm-hmm. this is going to be going on mm-hmm. and emitting harmful yeah. things into the atmosphere. Yeah, and all we can do is simply manage and hope for the best. Hope for the best. Yeah. Ooh, we gotta cover Chernobyl. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was a good documentary too. Oh my! god. That was a good one. I I love anything Chernobyl. Oh my mm-hmm. lord! That was a good one. Put that on the list, Houston. Okay. Put that on the list for when we're right. when it's one of our birthdays and mm-hmm. we can do whatever we want. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's some international response to that. We can make that about civics. Oh yeah. Well, also there's Three Mile Island. Like that was. Oh, that was the <laughs> documentary. I'm thinking of Three Mile Island. Was yes. Yeah. 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 Also very intense. Oh, also very intense. Oh, my God. Ooh. So let's talk about what happened to the town. Boy. So rather than put out the fire because they realized they could not, Congress decided to buy out its residents, paying them to move. Huh. Yeah. And Well, I- if they can't live there, I'm like, at least they're paying them to move. Right, right. Huh. So in 1992, which again is... 30 years. 30 years. 30 
years. Three zero. A year before I was born. It's a year before you were born. It's also, what, 11 years after the 12-year-old fell into the 80-foot fire sinkhole? Yeah. We're slow to respond We're here. We're slow to respond. Yeah. Pennsylvania moved to kick the holdouts for good. All of Centralia's buildings were condemned, and its zip code was eliminated. Mm. Seven residents remained via court order, and they are forbidden from passing down their property or for selling it. The Centralia fire isn't the only underground coal fire in the world. Oh, my God. They're actually surprisingly common, especially in India and China, which still depend on coal to a high degree and often have very lax regulations. Get it together, guys. The Centralia fire now reaches as deep as 300 feet. Because <laughs> there's still coal down there. That's what I'm saying. They no, don't just, I know. They don't just stop and they're like, all right, we got it all. Let's move on to the next round. Yeah, the next it doesn't burn out because there's pit. so much coal. It's like, at what point does it reach the center of the earth? <laughs> yeah. Now we're, so the, the, coal, the Centralia fire reaches 300 feet down and covers some six square miles, which is more than seven Disneylands. Thank you for contextualizing it into a mm-hmm. thank you Britannica scope so that I can understand. Yeah, thank you. Seven Disneyland. It's advancing around seventy-five feet per year. It is growing. She's growing. She's growing. She's growing. The She's growing. growing. Along four separate branches, and could burn for another two hundred and fifty years. So she's God, like, she's got dog. tentacles. She's like an like a yeah. four-legged octopus that's growing. Well, yeah, it's like at what point does it like get under other towns? Right. I'm sure they're watching it. I hope somebody is watching they, it. They have to be watching it. <laughs> I mean, it's well, also it's the federal government. I'm kind of like nobody's watching it. Nobody's watching it. No, I think they're watching it and being like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say. Anything. We don't have the money. No, we don't. Don't. We don't have the. No, no, we don't have the money. Uh oh, John, come look at this really quickly. Don't, <laughs> don't look. But come look at this. <laughs> it's getting really close to Philadelphia, but don't say it's anything. Really close to Philadelphia, what, what do we, do? we can't move all of Philadelphia. Yeah, like how? What would you do? <sighs> we don't have an answer, stressful. so we don't say anything. <laughs> we don't say anything. Don't say anything. If we don't acknowledge it. It'll go away. It'll go away. It'll go away. All of the residents of the town may be gone by then. I mean, yes, that's such a stupid yes. thing to say. Of course, there's I think only seven gone. of them, and like, I think we will the seven all be people gone that have them. remained anybody, will be gone in 250 years. Yes, anybody who is currently listening to this podcast assuredly will be gone in 250 we'll be years. Gone. Sorry to break we'll it be to gone. you. And thank God. I don't want to see this pan out. No, I don't. I don't want to mm. see a lot of things pan out. Yeah, I am. Um, I, these sorts of things always make me uneasy. Oh, yes. Because anything mm-hmm. that is destroying or causing harm. Yes. For more than five years. Mm-hmm. Big, 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 big red flag. Yep. Big, 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 big red flag. Yes. This is no good. Yeah, I don't like it. This is no good. And once again, we have to say. Yeah. You can't be setting trash on fire in a coal mine. Mm-hmm. One of those things that you think you don't have to say, but I think we need to say it out loud. Apparently, okay. it needed to be said back then, and I it needed to be said in the 1960s, mm-hmm. where we have we are developing the technology to put a man on the moon, mm-hmm. but we couldn't have the foresight to be like, oh, setting trash on fire in a coal mine could lead 
to fire in the coal mine. Yes. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. I'm not great at physics, but I could have seen this coming. Could have seen this one coming. Could have seen this one coming. This was totally preventable. Totally preventable. Another cautionary tale. Everybody, if, if you hear your local or state or federal... Government saying, we're going to address this issue. We're going to be setting it on fire. Say, hey, how about not? We'll take the smelly and the rats, actually. God, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. That'll be fine. Uh-huh. That's That'll all. That's fine. what New York City is, smelly and rats. Smelly and rats. And look, we are thriving. We are thriving. No notes over here. Uh-huh. I mean, um, a few. Love it. But would rather have smelly and rats. Smell and- Smelly and rats than um, uh-huh. Dante's Inferno yes. underneath our very uh, feet. Uh-huh. But with that said, that is our episode on the Centralia Mine Fire. As always, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.